You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. You are down in After Zantley. You are an After Chatter. So you are at the After Chat. This is Bill After, allegedly the most. Uh, well-known journalist in the world of professional wrestling. I did not say sports entertainment, but some of you might want to do it. And right now is the most well-known co-host for the After Chat. Welcome back, Josh. So says Chernoff. Hello. It's that's it. That's all you have to say. Oh no, I was I was uh, I didn't know if if I had a uh, alleged well-known thing to I guess uh, uh, allegedly. The most well-known uh, co-host of the after chat well, is what you said. You, yeah, so. you are. You are. And, you know, I, I do get people that say, hey, you know, that co-host of yours does a really good job. Oh. And, I, and so I asked them, I said, well, what about his co-host? They said he does a good job, too. <laughs> so that's what keeps the after chatters coming back. So thank you all for coming back. Josh, wow. there's a lot of stuff going on uh, this past week in the world of Pro Wrestling Sports Entertainment. Yeah, so uh, do you want to just jump right into uh, maybe grab a hold? Yeah, let's get a headlock. Oh, I expected you to say let's get a headlock on headlines, but... I was waiting for you to put in on headlines. Oh, see, I'm good with that when it t- when we're talking about your book is Wrestling Fixed. I didn't know it was broken. But, uh, okay, let's put, a, let's, put, All right. let's put a headlock on headlines. All right, so the big news this week, and I did a uh, video report on OneWrestlingVideo.com, is this really almost way out there situation with Dean Ambrose Mm -hmm. with the WWE reporting on their website that he is leaving in April and they've offered him a deal and he's not coming back, which I really, Josh, considered... Very weird because, as you know, the WWE does not, again, I repeat, they do not broadcast people that are leaving unless they have come to complete terms with someone Mm -hmm. and they wish them the best of luck and you don't hear from them anymore. So I I think this might be something in the bigger picture. And as they say in... The modern day terms, it's a full letter word for an old school guy like me, work. Yeah, you know, it, it's. I, I watched your video and I think you made a really good point. Um, and I, I've been trying to really wrap my head around why they would do what they did. And I think that um, if it was, as, as they say, uh, a shoot, if this was for real and he is actually leaving, um, then maybe this was their way of saying – you know what, we're, we're going to get out in front of this. We're going to make the announcement formally. We don't want all the, uh, all the dirt sheets or news, you know, news sites to do it. Um, so that could, that could easily be, you know, as simple as that explanation of just like, uh, yeah, put it out on the site. Everybody knows about it. Just save some face for the company. Like we've just decided, you know, um, but you also don't know what, what went on behind the scenes. Like it, for him to say, you know, what terms he's leaving on for him to refuse, uh, to sign a new contract, and allegedly he's been offered a, a really uh, significant contract. You know, it it makes you wonder, uh, 
if if maybe feelings were hurt a little bit and peop- and someone in the WWE said, you know what, screw it, make the announcement now. We're not offering him anything else. Let well, him, uh, you know, show him. Or maybe it's a negotiation <clears throat> tactic. Maybe well, he thought that they would do anything to keep him and they were like, you know what, fine, put it out there. However, there's also another facet that I did not bring up on my onewrestlingvideo.com video is that he has had aspirations, and I know this, about uh, becoming an action hero, similar to John Cena, yeah, similar to The Rock. And he does have a, a really good quality that would make you watch those type of movies. So maybe he's got something going on with that well, that we don't know about, if indeed this story is not a work. Yeah, I mean, so that's kind of like, here's my controversial take on that. Um I don't think he's very likable. Uh, and I mean, in, in real life, and I'm not saying he's a bad person or anything. I'm just saying, you know, there are some people who just, they walk into a room and they're just, there's something about them that's likable, like The Rock or John Cena. Um, Dean Ambrose does not strike me as that, which is why well, I think where do, he's such where a Where do you get heel. that from? Where do I, you get that from? Personally, from just any time I've seen an interview with him, uh, any of the time with him as a as a good guy or whatever, it's why I think he's a natural heel. Some people are just natural heels. Uh, I, some people would say, am a natural heel. So, you know, well, I was like, going I to compare that. him, he and you, because what I know him really well, and uh, he has that uh, uh, that sarcastic streak, right. and I know that is your superpower. <laughs> and I know yes. you can get a T-shirt about that. Too. Yes, it's so says but, uh, Thank you. Yes, but, yes. Um, but, but no, but but, but I, that's my point. Is that I'm not I'm not saying that. Uh, to insult him or to be derogatory towards him. I'm saying as someone who can speak to that, that sometimes, you know, that personality can come off that way, in which case I don't see him as being, uh, being as readily accepted by mainstream uh, uh, movies and whatnot. Um, oh, come on. With all the egos out there in the mainstream of uh, actors and actors who no, have I'm attitudes, not... etc. I'm talking about fans. I'm talking about non-wrestling fans. It doesn't matter about the egos behind the scenes. It's about, you know, here's the, the, the thing that really like makes me think about that with Dean Ambrose is when he was on Stone Cold's podcast on the WWE Network. Did you yeah. ever get a chance to see that? I did. And if you remember... Um, Austin brutally was, honest. Austin was taken. Yeah, brutally honest, but at this, not really. Like he was, he seemed very like nonchalant. Austin even took him to task on that, like calling him out for how he's just sitting yeah. there not caring or whatever. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I don't know what the deal was then, but he just struck me as a guy that was like, you know, thought he was like too cool for school. Like that, you know, he's, uh, he, he's just really interested in trying to come off as somebody who doesn't care. And I just, I don't know. He's just, he's not, again, nothing personal against him. He's not The Rock. He's not John Cena. And Is it is it the fact that he chews gum all the time that is getting to you? <laughs> no, no. That actually, uh, well, that's, you know, a little that annoying. Maybe, um, no, but that, but that makes, you know, that a person that does that really is very nonchalant. They're just like, yeah. hey, I'm out here. I'm chewing my gum. What do you want to do? Yeah, but, he just, it, it just... I don't know. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm hung wait, up wait, on that wait, one thait. thing. I just don't wait, see him I, being an action star. I don't want to get away from the point of that. I know him a lot better than you do, obviously. Mm-hmm. I've never met and him. I, so, okay, well, so I, you definitely I know, him, know him better. I know him much better than you. Uh, from my 
time with him backstage and at various WWE functions. Mm-hmm. He's a very cool guy. Uh, the I'm not saying the, he's wait, not. Wait, 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 wait. The women are very drawn to him, too. There's something about him that is a, uh, let me use an old term, a chick magnet. Yeah, the fact so that he's that, not, that he doesn't care about anything. I think that's yeah, like well yeah. documented that that's the number one thing that women they go love, for is the guy who's not paying any attention to them. That That is true. That that, is that's true. free advice from uh, so, 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 so to bring this, all you guys out there. So to bring this uh, headline to a close, I think that something's going to happen to keep him in the WWE loop. Uh, something miraculous is going to happen to somebody and he's going to have to resign. Or with all that news out there, are they going to play an angle around this? Um, maybe they're, they're going to have him against Nia Jax at WrestleMania. A main event in any building, right? <sighs> yeah. Um, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would be awful, um, mainly because Nia Jax is is not good. Um, well, let's I, not talk about Nia Jax. I'm just talking about the match. Oh, okay. Well, I was just talking about how she's not good. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, but only like her, you know. Well, no, Mike no. Skills that, and ring ability. What I'm what I'm saying is that uh, maybe that's going to be the match at WrestleMania. That if he is leaving, that's going to get him out of there. You know, for a guy who. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I could, I could see it in that way if they're kind of like trying to job him out out the door. Um, but uh, it's interesting that kind of segues um, from that segues into another headline. Well, because wait a minute. You remember, we have to well, talk about. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, we're not done with him. We we, we have to talk about his wife. Okay. All right. Fine. I, then remember that I had a perfect segue into another I, headline, and we'll okay. jump back to that. Okay. I'll tell you um, what. Come back to your, go to your headline, mm-hmm. and, and then let, we'll let's back. come back to Renee Young. Okay, you suggested that he could be, uh, you know, jobbed out to Nia Jax, and that is a great segue to somebody who returned to the WWE in ring this past week for the first time since jobbing out on a pay per view to a female, and that is Double J Jeff Jarrett, um, when he his final WWF match was against China when he lost yes. the Intercontinental Championship to her. There so, you go. Yeah, well, that's cliche of you to say, but I said uh, it. I yeah. said it. Uh but no, but I thought I thought that was a fantastic transition there. Um that was a lot of people found that to be a slap in the face to Jeff Jarrett on the way out. Um I don't know that I agree with that, but um but man, do you ever think do you ever think that you would see Jeff Jarrett back in the ring? In the WWE. I did feel that eventually once he was inducted in the Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. that there was a bigger picture down somewhere down the road. Once they saw that he's been keeping himself uh, alcoholically clean, um, I think. Uh, Is that that the uh, technical term? Alcoholically clean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, he admitted he had a problem with that stuff. No, I'm not. I'm not questioning that. I'm I'm talking about the. I I just came up with a new term. Yeah. No, it's great. Are you listening, Mr. Webster? But go ahead. Um, But I I was. So while now that segued into uh, the surprise of having Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and then, of course, Road Dog come out which was a great nostalgic moment seeing them again it's a, uh, the program yeah. with uh, Elias I have a feeling that's not 
over yet. I think that will be some sort of a uh, uh, shtick type of match at WrestleMania. I really do. They, it'll Maybe. be the yeah, it'll be the uh, the humor match. Yeah, I think that could be. It'll probably be a guitar on a pole match. Um, but uh, now that I'm saying that out loud, I think that actually might happen. Um, it's a great you know, idea. You know what though? Um, I think that the uh, with my baby tonight, uh, the song that they were singing. I think that's like overplayed and I think the people who keep coming up with it don't exactly get where it came from. And uh, even Corey Graves said, where's Bruce? Um, the thing that kind of made that popular again was uh, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Yes. And yeah. him singing that every time Jeff Jarrett's name was mentioned. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of brought that up and made it popular again. So then they, they came out with that for the... Uh, the hall of fame and they did it. So I don't know, this kind of seemed like, yeah, all right, we're doing it again. Um, it was, uh, you know, Renee young kind of like dancing and trying to sing along or whatever was happening. There it was not, not really my cup of tea. Uh, I, I hope some people enjoyed it. Um, I'm still surprised that Jeff Jarrett keeps being brought that, that he was basically brought back to the, uh, the original double J and not, what he basically made his career on, which was, you know, the, the look and the, um, and the music that he had like back when he was teaming with Owen Hart and like that time period. Yeah. But that's um, too far back. That's too how, far back. How is that too far back? I don't know. I, I think the, no, no, uh, no, no. The, hold, hold on. Well, right. Because I, I think that the, um, the fans remember that song more than they remember the WWE fans remember that song it's nostalgic to them and although you might be tired of it, it no might i'm not a- talking about that i'm talking about him coming out to i'm talking about the music he comes out to and wearing the hat um i'm talking about that i had moved on from the with my baby tonight i'm talking about oh oh okay yeah he had a really cool music during like the attitude era right. um and when he'd come out with the don't piss me off thing you know that whole time yeah. with him with deborah uh well, now i now i remember what yeah 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 that time period um which was after the stuff they're going back to. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was also the character he took with him to WCW where he then became world champion. And the character he took with him to TNA where he became multiple time you know, NWA champion and, and the King of the Mountain thing and all that. And that's basically who Jeff Jarrett has been ever since, uh, what, 98? So I just found it really weird that they've decided to, let's bring him back and we'll only reference... And they did this at the Hall of Fame too, where they mainly only referenced this version of him that really was only right. around and for like ninety-five. Re- right, and the reason being is that it's a fun sports entertainment character. I guess makes him less than just yeah, you because know, I guess back then they were trying to make him cooler and more hip and and. It's just you know, I just, loved it. I loved okay. it. I, I'm glad they brought him back like this. This oh, is so the, am I. I think it was great. Oh, wait, to, wait, wait, wait. What you're forgetting is that the other Owen Hart. Uh, I'm sorry, the other Jeff Jarrett you're talking of, would not be perfect fodder for Elias. Here you have yes. the guitar thing. This well, storyline. Yeah, I mean, he still always had the guitar with him, but no, yes, I know, he, but, but it wouldn't be the country power. star and the yeah and stuff. So no, and I get it. I absolutely I agree with that. Um, but but moving on back to uh, Renee Young and Dean Ambrose, well, who who danced and sang, who tried mm-hmm. to with uh, uh, with Road Dog. Yeah, there. But yeah, you wonder how that if this story is actually true, um, what goes through. Her mind. She's doing great right now. She's uh, yeah. Uh, 
she's yeah. not leaving. Yeah, she's really kind of gotten into her groove now. I was a little, I felt she was a little uncomfortable the first few weeks, but now she's a lot more comfortable. But uh, wow, come home from work. How was your day today, honey? Well, I can't talk to you because you left the company. <laughs> well, I don't think it's, I don't, I, I don't expect it to be like that. Um, you know, look, a perfect How example. How would you know? No, go ahead. I, well, I don't expect it to be like that. Is what, I, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it definitely won't be, but um, uh, one uh, here's an example of uh, people who are making that work: Mickey James and Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis is the NWA champion, and he's married to Mickey James. And somehow, you know, I feel like you know there might also be the fact that they just don't talk about work because well, they want to come sleeping, home. You know, she's sleeping with the enemy, or he is. <sighs> oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. Enough about marriages. Let's talk about another situation that is not definite. Okay. It's not definite. And of course, we're talking about what is allegedly going to be the main event at WrestleMania. We're talking Road to WrestleMania here mm -hmm. is Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. Now, uh, did you see how unhinged Ronda Rousey was this week on Monday Night Raw? where the fans were just disrupting everything she was talking about. Yeah. And then finally, when she and Becky, uh, when they really started talking together, she was, uh, she didn't know what to say. Yeah. You know, it, it uh, it's like a giant. Oh yeah. That's the, um, that's when people will talk about like an inexperience. Um, she has all the experience in the world performing physically in front of, an enormous crowd and uh and and we've seen that from day one with her in the wwe was that it, you know it, just how natural it felt and that was that was twofold that was one um she's a great athlete who picked up the the picked up professional wrestling very quickly um and two she has a ton of experience performing in front of huge crowds uh the flip side of it is what we i think everybody is kind of had an issue with from day one with her, which is her mic skills. Um, and she doesn't, um, I've seen Ronda Rousey pissed off. Um, I've seen Ronda Rousey cocky. I've seen her angry and you know, all the, all the, all those, uh, heated emotions. Anyone who followed her in the UFC has seen that before. Um, in her promos leading up to matches in her post-match, uh, interviews, all of that. To me, that's not what, what we saw on Raw. We saw a very flustered person who then, when she got angry and got up in, uh, in Becky Lynch's face, she just didn't seem, um, she seemed almost like she was ready to cry. And she didn't seem like somebody that was like, she didn't have that cool, calm, almost cocky. Kick like, ass. She, yeah. she didn't have what Becky Lynch had. Right. And maybe she was told not to. Right. So who knows? Maybe she was told we want you to be, you know, like, like maybe she was told what to do. And maybe in that regard, she did a great job being told, you know, doing what she was told to do. But um, I still am just not seeing the Ronda Rousey that that I want to see. Well, You know what? You know what, Josh? I I don't think that she is ready or was ready this past week to not be accepted by the fans in the manner that the fans are going against her. 
Yeah. And I think that that, that's obviously, that was the point you were making there. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think that that was more so, I kind of harped more on her, on her promo, Mm -hmm. which maybe was affected by what you're talking about, but yeah, she just, to have the crowd turn on her like that, I don't think she knew what to expect, which is surprising because everyone saw that coming and she should have been prepared for that. Or she could have had Vince McMahon in her ear saying they're, they're they love you. They're still going to love you. And, you know, so, so who knows? Uh, but yeah, she definitely seemed, uh, affected by that. Um, for absolutely. Sure. So more on raw here. What the hell was that all about? We had Seth Rollins, the man who won the Royal rumble, mm literally getting his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. I mean, it, it was nothing left to the imagination. Now, I know that's a great uh, – they have to do things to build matches up. Yeah. But but this made – this just made it like as mad, as angry, as PO'd as Seth Rollins can get – He's still going to get killed at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and I, I bet you anything that their their thought is getting that heat on on Lesnar there, and uh, you know that they're trying to build Brock Lesnar up as the monster they've been building him up as for years, and they want Seth Rollins to be, uh, you know. The total underdog. Exactly. They want him to be the underdog. They want, they want people to, to see, you know, Seth Rollins has the heart, but does he have the, you know, the ability to do it? Like it, you know, and then I think this is all leading towards Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar, um, which I kind of, you know, don't agree with that. Well, if it happens, if it happens, no, no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. For some sick reason here, I still think they're going to find a way to get, Brock Lesnar against Braun Strowman instead of Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, or it will be a three-way. I cannot see them not putting uh, Braun Strowman in here. Uh, I was very, uh, uh, you know, you don't, I, I, again, it's old school mentality. You don't put Braun Strowman against Drew McIntyre, two top-tier guys that was uh, on on your weekly TV show. So to me, that killed off those two guys against each other yeah. at WrestleMania. But I think either Drew or Braun has got to be the third man in the ring against Brock Lesnar. I don't think there's going to be a third. I don't think they're going to do that. Honestly, I don't think they'll do the third man. Well, you're um, entitled to your. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm. Yeah. Not yes. saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I, I don't <laughs> think that they're. I don't I think don't, they're going to do it. Um, I, I agree with you that having Braun and Drew, like, that was just, you know, man, like, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, I would have loved to have just seen, I, right now, I think there are two people on the roster who are the only options to take that title off of Brock Lesnar to make it seem realistic and legitimate. Those and they two, are? They are Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Okay, now we're going back to something that I talk to you about earlier this week okay yes you did josh and i josh and i we talk every day and when um bobby lashley was out there uh and leo rush was talking about that Mm -hmm. brock lesnar doesn't have this of bobby lashley brock lesnar doesn't have 
that part of Bobby, I was waiting for Paul Heyman to come out with Brock Lesnar, and this would have been a great um, uh, a baby face. I'm using these terms, Josh. Would have been a great baby face turn for Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman because they would have become the fan favorites here in a match Lashley with Lashley. I think yeah. what I want to see, I would love to see as the main event, and I'd get fight fever over this, Lashley against Brock Lesnar. That's what I want to see. I would, I would take that over um, with a proper build. I would take that over um, Seth Rollins. And, and Oh, yeah. Well, they're Lesnar. building it. They, 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 they can't lose with this build. I mean, because the way Lashley looks and oh, as annoying as Leo Rush and, is. And Lashley's legit. He's, I, I want to say, and correct me if I'm wrong here, um, I'm sure the after chatters can look this up, but I want to say he's undefeated in mixed martial arts. Um, I don't know exactly what his record is, but I feel like, like he did not lose. Uh, mm-hmm. A single fight. Um, he is a, a decorated collegiate wrestler, um, amateur wrestler, and so there's a lot of similarities with him and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but um, a, a lot of the fans don't care about that. They just want to see that. They want to see the. They're not caring about either one of their. No, I disagree. Pass. I disagree. In my, in my mind, in my mind, it's the excitement of what these two guys can do head to head. Yeah, I think, but that's all the excitement. I think if you have Paul Heyman and you have Leo Rush and you have these people cutting promos for them, I think you've got Bobby Lashley who legitimately you can you can put any of his uh, amateur accolades up against Brock Lesnar. You can put his professional mixed martial arts record, uh, I'm pretty sure, is better than Brock Lesnar. But then you could counter that Brock Lesnar was in the UFC, that Brock Lesnar was the heavyweight champion and Bobby Lashley wasn't. And there's a lot of back and forth and similarities that could be brought out to make the fans who go, oh, Lashley's built well, but yeah, but is he that great of a wrestler to go, oh, wow, okay, I didn't realize how legit Bobby Lashley could be. You but know what? again, he'd have to be a face, I feel like. You, you, you know what? Uh, I think just a tight camera face shot of the two of them nose to nose yeah. would sell the whole thing. I also I, think... Just, on the flip side of that, Drew McIntyre, if you're talking about strictly like, not caring about outside of the WWE, if you're talking strictly WWE characters and personalities, Drew McIntyre is a monster now. And I feel like him, did that same image you're talking about, that face-to-face stare down, I just, I, I feel like that is where you can suspend disbelief. That's where you can look at that. They've even, heard him already, Josh, as far as I'm concerned. They really have. I think had he won had he won the rumble, I don't think it would have mattered. I think they I think that would have been their opportunity for a fresh start. But instead they they I don't know. They don't know what they're doing with him. And I think to take the title off of him and put it on uh and put it on Seth Rollins is just, you know, Whatever. Yeah, no, I, I think they've already hurt McIntyre that he yeah. comes across great and he comes across ferocious, but the guy gets knocked down and you just, you know, you don't, you just don't do be. that. It's, yeah, it just doesn't seem right to me. And again, this match with Braun Strowman this past week, in my opinion, it was just uncalled for because it just wasn't a good match. Yeah, and I think it's the WWE still grasping at straws, having no idea how to how to do something new. Um, but I also think that 
um, there was some some good on Raw. I liked the Seth Rollins Triple H promo. Um, that was great. That was great. And I I thought that there was definitely definitely a lot uh, a lot better than there there were a lot better segments than there have been in the past. Um, SmackDown I also thought was really good, save for a couple of segments. Um, a couple of things that made no sense. Like there's qualifying matches on Raw for the Elimination Chamber for the women's tag titles, but on SmackDown you just have a team going, yeah, we're going to be in it. Like that didn't make any sense. But um, I also uh, am waiting to see, shifting gears to SmackDown, I'm waiting to see, and I'd love to know what you think about uh, The Miz and and uh, Shane McMahon. and Oh, I want to – you you just you just got uh, we were thinking the same thing at the same time. Yikes. Why didn't anybody beat up the Miz's father? I was waiting for that. <laughs> because I don't think that they're there yet. <laughs> and I'm I'm so to me, I have two thoughts on this. One, either Shane McMahon is gonna turn heel and turn on uh turn no, against No 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 wait I know turn against right, thank you, thank you. Oh man, that's a Okay. And uh and he's gonna turn against uh the Miz. In which case, like I like that in theory, except they really give it like the Miz is just this like heartfelt version of the Miz doesn't work. Um the cocky face Miz does work, as well as the cocky heel Miz. Um I don't think they needed to change his personality. I don't like what they've been doing with him because I think Miz was he was becoming the the best part of the show, and then they kind of, you know, got rid of that. Um, or in, in on the flip side of that, you could have um, you could have the Miz turn against uh, Shane McMahon, which would probably be better. Except I don't sense. think that's what they're gonna do. Um, but I don't know. Either way, well, wait, someone's wait, turning wait. against somebody, wait and I feel like. I feel they like could it could involve that. his dad getting beat up, but they I don't could know. do that. They could turn Miz against Shane McMahon, and then the father sides with Shane McMahon. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that, though. No, I'm just saying. Although well, what, again, we're we're exchanging yeah, ideas. Yeah, no, no. Well, we're the yeah, writing sure. team. When I say that 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 I don't think they're going to do that, or I say I don't think that's going to happen, that's not me. Disregarding your opinion, or or that it's even a good opinion or or a bad opinion, that's just me giving my opinion in turn. So yeah, don't don't you know misinterpret that. Um, I don't. But uh, but no, though I I I don't. I just for whatever reason I don't feel them doing that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but let's. You want to hear my next angle here? Sure. Okay, so we've got Daniel Bryan the champion, the WWE champion. You wanted to talk about the belt before I go on with this. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on the belt. Um, it's a belt. It looks good. Uh, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, it, it's made for, uh, it, it, it's made for, well, describe what it is. It's made for, uh, is it biodegradable? What is the whole, uh, well, the belt is made, uh, the strap is made of hemp. Yes. Um, and the uh, and the wood, which is in place of the uh, of of the gold and metal, uh, the wood is, as Daniel Bryan uh, put it, it is made from a naturally fallen oak. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a one hundred percent sustainable. All um, right. Uh, belt. I I'll give you my honest opinion. Um, 
I love it. And I am someone who I have always hated, not, not disliked or not really cared for. I have always hated the unique custom belts. I hated the spinner belt from day one. Um, and I, I despise how long that was, that, that there was an entire era where that was the championship belt that people held. Um, I thought that was terrible. I hated in the Attitude Era when Stone Cold had his own belt. I, I just I just totally hated that. I thought, like, that's not a – anyone can picky, just go make picky, a belt. Picky, picky, yeah, yeah. Well, no, anyone can go make a belt. I thought, it, I thought it, it belittles it. And I understand the idea is, no, I'm just giving you a different representation of the, of the title that I hold, of the championship that I hold. But I don't know. To me, you know, that belt – being being passed from champion to champion that means something and um you know i i just thought when john cena won the title and just got rid of it for the spinner i i hated that but man when that right. spinner well, stayed that was terrible so i say all that to say this time and i get that this is the same thing as john cena with a spinner belt and making it match the character but this is so much better because his reason for doing it isn't just I want one that's kind of cool that I think looks neat. It's so how did they sell this... these, Josh, in the toy stores? No, they what, is it, what is it made of? What is it made of? Plastic. What are the toy companies going to do? <laughs> make it out of plastic, make it look like wood, just like any other toy. Yeah. To be honest with you, uh, my focus on belts is not as focused as yours. So when I saw it, it was like, oh, this is very cool as a as a storyline, and somebody's going to destroy it for him. Yes, absolutely. I think it's going to end up going through like a wood chipper or something like that. But um, no, but I I think um, I think it's it's fantastic because he has a character that constantly talks about all these things. And then of course he, he talked about the poor cow Daisy that was killed for the leather of that championship belt. And I just thought it was funny, but I thought it, 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 it was funny while not making him into a joke, not making him into a comedic act. It was, it was just, I love everything they're doing with Daniel Bryan, which brings us to uh, his heater that he introduced. Uh, I know you don't like inside terms. So his uh, bodyguard <laughs> that he introduced, um, I never heard. Wait, wait, Slow down. I okay. never heard of that term. Heater? Never heard of it. A heater is like, I mean, it's it's like the body. It's like uh, what when they brought Diesel in for Shawn Michaels. It's it's the How guy who kind of helps. heard this term? I, I don't know. Never use it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not really something that would have been used. Um, back then. For the mag well, no. I mean, it was definitely used back then, but it wouldn't have been used for like the magazine's it wouldn't have been that type of Yeah, but I, I'm around the business all the time. I'm backstage and everything. I never, you know, a, a guy like uh, Big Bubba Rogers was uh, even backstage, you know, hey, that's his bodyguard or that's the guy that's going out with him. I'd never heard anybody use the word heater. Okay. First time. First, but I, I, maybe, you must, you, know, you must just be forgetting it. I'm sure you've heard it before. I did. I have not forgotten it. Okay. At all. Um, and for you fans here in Philadelphia, it's not the Geeter with the heater. What's his name? Jerry Blavitt. No, nothing to do with him. Uh, um, no, but no, uh, I, I never heard that before. Well, there you go. I'm. I'm uh, there you I, go. I was, able to right. I was able to teach you something today. So, um, well, but maybe. regardless, his uh, his new bodyguard. Um, and I actually interested after chatters. I'm curious how many of you have heard that term before, um, and if you have heard it, uh, when did you hear it? In what context did you hear it? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. We have a special guest on next week, mm-hmm. t- tentatively, and I'm gonna ask him. Hold on a minute. Um, heater. I'm googling this. Uh, heater. Um, hold on. I, I would I would Google I'm like type. wrestling heater. Otherwise, you're gonna no no no. Me. I'm gonna put in wrestling okay. terms. Heater. In wrestling terms. Okay. Josh Chernoff made this up. No, a heater is a big, strong guy in a team or a faction who knows how to, how to draw fear and respect from the crowd. Yeah. That's the heater. It doesn't say, yeah. What is and so and that's the thing. It doesn't have to be the bodyguard. When I'm talking about somebody like like Diesel coming in with Shawn Michaels, I was thinking about. Oh was... wait, I got it. Never mind. What? Strike it. Okay. Okay. This is calling. This is uh, regarding to you know a bad guy goes out there and he gets heat. Yeah. That's oh see I never heard it as the, the heater. The reason they're referred to as the heater. Like someone like like for instance, I gave the Diesel and Shawn Michaels thing. The reason Diesel would be considered the heater for Shawn Michaels, he's gain he's getting the heat for Michaels because Michaels is going out there playing like the uh the you know, kind of the the uh scared heel sometimes, you know, the uh, chicken heel, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um so you now have so a lot of the fans are oh he can't he can't beat he's the smaller one. He can't beat them. He can't beat them. And now you've got this guy that's imposing the fear. Now you've got this guy that's the body that, that usually is like a bodyguard he's or something. Bringing the heat. Exactly, right. he's getting that. Yeah, but heat I never heard. I never heard it called the heater. Huh? You know, I I've heard that the guy draws heat, but I never heard it called. But that makes total sense. Right. I feel it vindicated really here. This is yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I Google has vindicated you. I've yeah. never heard. Never right. heard that. Okay, so let me go to my scenario here. Yes. Okay. So we've got Eric Rowan, mm-hmm. and we've got Daniel Bryan. So pick. The number one contender right now for Daniel Bryan's title. Uh, pick the number one contender. No, who who in your opinion is the number one contender? Um, that's a great question. Uh, who did he have his his? Well, uh, a, he well, had AJ, AJ Styles. Yeah, I mean, is it still AJ Styles? Like, I'm trying to think. It may very well still be AJ Styles. So let's say it's AJ Styles. Okay, okay. and we've got Eric Rowan out there. There are rumors everywhere, of course, that. The Monster Abyss has signed with WWE, correct? Mm -hmm. I would love to see Eric Rowan in the corner with Daniel Bryan. And on the other side, from TNA, from Impact Wrestling, two old rivals, AJ Styles and Abyss. So you've now got Eric Rowan nose-to-nose with Abyss. I think that would be an excellent person to bring in for that program yeah i mean i i I don't think that's a a bad idea playing up on the history between aj styles and um and abyss just from where you know the amount of time they spent you know that if aj styles had to look around for a monster to you know go against rowan it's his buddy yeah i mean they were never i don't know that they were ever like buddies well, on off camera. camera, but yeah, no, but, but I actually think that that could be, friends. that would be a great way for kind of like the, you know, the smart Mark type crowd to really get excited about it for him to say, you know, he, he people that, that, you know, Daniel Bryan doesn't even know and blah, blah, blah. But uh, no, I think that's a, that's a neat idea. Uh, I was looking up, there are, 
technically at this point in time, five number one contenders uh, because they'll be facing Brian in the Elimination Chamber. And that is AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, and uh, Mustafa Ali. So, but that's not really the number one. That's not really a number one contender. But I, I think... I think that uh, Daniel Bryan will leave with that title after Elimination Chamber. Oh, I do too. But I, and what I'd like to, you know, all these years that Samoa Joe mm-hmm. has been wrestling, I think it's time to give him that uh, that really good spot at this point, yeah. making him the number one contender because you've got all tough guys here. The the thing is, though, I think he's uh, they've got him pretty well established as a heel, and I think that he's gonna continue down that path. Oh, no, but you could put a heel against the heel. I think Samoa Joe against Daniel Bryan would be terrific. It would be a great match, but then it's kind of one of those things where it's tough for who's the crowd getting behind. You know, doesn't matter. Well, probably Samoa Joe. Right, but um, all that. Right, so then why would they keep him as as a heel if the crowd's going to get behind him? When no, no, the, him the, crowd like decides, heel? the crowd decides. The crowd decides who the good guy and the bad guy is in a match like that. Yeah. Because you want to, you want to see two guys who were, you know, a tough guy like Samoa Joe against you know, uh, that uh, unhinged uh, champion there. I think that would be great. I'd love to see that a no, main I, event I, I think be, be in any building. Yeah, just like uh, Dean Ambrose and Nia Jax, uh, except actually a main. Event. No, I never said that would be a main event. I said that might be his his way out on his way out. And you brought up no. The- Double J China thing no, you makes were, perfect you were, sense. Yeah, but no, you were making you did say it, but you were you said it as a joke. You said yes, yes. Nia Jackson, Tina Ambrose main event in any yes. building. No, yeah. no, no. But yeah, no. I we all knew you were joking. I certainly hope you did. I certainly hope you were. Okay, I definitely <laughs> was. So let's get to some more news. We got a press release yes. today when we were taping this from uh, AEW All Elite Wrestling. Slamming into Las Vegas next week for double or nothing ticket announcement party. Mm-hmm. So the elite is going to reveal an on sale date. And this is what interests me. New talent and partnerships on Thursday, February 7th. Would you like me to read the press release for our uh, after chatters? I would love for you to do that. Okay. So uh, all elite wrestling, the new wrestling promotion headlined by, Members of the elite today, meaning January 31st, when we're taping this, unveiled plans for the highly anticipated double or nothing ticket announcement party next week in Las Vegas. And by the way, I just want to take a side trip over here that it's pretty sure I am negotiating right now with the powers to be to make sure that I am at StarCast 2 in Las Vegas, yeah. which is yeah, which is the convention that is married to Double or Nothing. All right, so let me go back to the press release. Uh, on the heels of their uh, riotous uh, lunch rally, launch rally, not lunch rally, they didn't eat there. On the heels of their riotous launch rally in Jacksonville, the elite are looking to raise the bar even higher as they aim to astound and exhilarate fans at the Double or Nothing, that's in bold caps, party on February 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at the Splash Pool at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Uh, Josh? Yeah? 
Can you imagine the young ladies that are going to be at the Splash Pool event? Uh, I can. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't uh, have any, anything further than that, but yes, yes, I can. Um, all right. Been to Vegas goes, a number of times, and yes, uh, you and me. It's it's always a sight. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what do well, you think go, about that? Well, it goes on to say Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Brandy Rose will reveal spectacular new signings. Exciting new partnerships, ticket on sale information, and a surprise special guest. And I don't think it's Chris Jericho. In addition, well, no, it wouldn't be a surprise. No, in addition, Hangman Adam Page on uh, SCU, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian and mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky will partake in the festivities. In true elite style, fans can accept a slice of the unexpected with this talent on one stage. Now, it does not mention Chris Jericho. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, even if he is there, like kind of showing up as a, as a surprise, like he's, it's not really a surprise in in the way. I don't think that's who they're referencing, because I mean, think about it. He's announced that he signed a three year contract with them. Like that surprise is done. I think that uh, Chris Jericho at this point is probably not going to appear uh, much at all leading up to um, Double or Nothing because you want to kind of keep that mystique. You want to kind of keep that excitement of, oh man, like, yeah, we saw Jericho, just a little teaser, and then we're going to see him again at Double or Nothing. So I wouldn't be surprised well, if, if you know, they just kind of keep him off for a while. But there's going to be another surprise, and I, I don't know who it's going to be, but uh, do you have any guesses? Um, It's not Abyss. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no, don't want to go out there. But... um. I think it's going to be uh, – it will be live from Las Vegas at, again, 6 p.m. Pacific time, <clears throat> which is 3 p.m. for our Eastern viewers. And uh, uh, by the way, speaking no, that's about not Chris right. Jer- What do you mean right. that's not right? If it's 6 p.m. Pacific time, that would be 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh, right. We're going backwards. Yeah. That's correct. I'm going back. It was in, the other way around. In fairness, I, I lived in California, so that's no, no, I know, I know that. I, you know, I know that. Well, I know you so, know it. It's just because, it, just because you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my know. Pacific time and my Eastern time mixed up no, while I'm your, reading you here. Your speci- I your, shouldn't your read Pacific time to yourself. No, no, I shouldn't read while we're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's a good time for the Eastern fans to watch this because it's on a Wednesday night when yes. there's no. There's no wrestling going on unless, of course, the WWE Network puts on something special. I've got another press release today, by the way, that Impact Wrestling is excited to announce a new partnership to advance NFL ALV's Caring for Kids and Care for Our Own initiatives also in Las Vegas. And they will be supporting Impact Wrestling events in uh, Las Vegas. So yep. the partnership will include support by Impact Wrestling for fundraising initiatives uh, directed to uh, local charities supported by NFL ALV hosting opportunities. So uh, that's good. I'm glad to see that uh, Impact Wrestling is reaching out and Absolutely. getting out there for with charitable causes. Yeah, look, there are a lot of great people involved with Impact, and uh, so it's not, not much of a surprise that they're doing something nice like that. Um, I've noticed, by the way, every time we talk about impact, you have a twitch. Have a twitch? Yes. Oh God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because they're on Twitch. Thank you. All That's... right. 
Now, one more one more uh, headline that came off the uh, OneWrestling.com uh, um, newswire here <clears throat> is that the XFL mm-hmm. – <coughs> I'm clearing your throat, am I? The oh, XFL boy. announced that it's formed a partnership with the Spring League, an elite professional developmental organization, to test changes to rules and gameplay as it works to reimagine the game when it kicks off in 20. 20- 20. Josh, do you think this, the XFL is really going to be embraced by football fans? Um, I think initially, I think no, just because of who it is, what it's called, uh, its history, you know, before. I think there are a lot of fans that are just going to decide, they're going to decide that they don't want to like it, so they're not going to like it. Um, but I think. Uh, long-term, if they're accepted by football fans, is going to depend purely on the quality of the games and the location of the of the teams. And for instance, right now, so um, my a friend of mine and myself, we would get together and watch uh, the Eagles games, right? Um, so we would look at this. First of all, the Eagles are out, so you know it would be wonderful to have somebody else to cheer for. Um, but we would look at this and say, okay, the season's over, but we still enjoy being able to go out and watch the game. Okay, this is cool. We now have year-round. We can go watch football together. Um, but we don't have a team in Philly for the XFL. So, Correct. Uh, and then the other, uh, the Charlie Ebersol, uh, uh football league that is starting um, in a, like a week or so. Uh, that nobody really ever talks about, um, which, is, which is weird that you know that's not really getting any play. And it seemed like they were trying to jump in front of the XFL and, and show up a year earlier. Um, there's also no Philly team for that. So giving an example of somebody like myself, that's going to be tough. Uh, any Philadelphia football team is going to have a hard time kind of embracing the XFL at first because – why do they care? They don't even have a team to cheer for, you know? So I think over time, it's something that if, uh, if they can look over at, at their neighboring city that, that has, you know, a team and they can say, Oh, okay. Uh, they seem to be playing well and, and they've got fans that are really getting into it. And then if you roll out the Philly team or a team for other, you know, other States, um, then I think you can start getting getting a following. But most importantly, more than anything else, it's going to be the quality of the game. I went to one game because my uh, son Brandon mm-hmm. had wanted to go. He's a big football fan, and we got to sit and talk with uh, Jesse Ventura, who was sure. one of the broadcasters there. And again, I'm not a football fan, so um, I don't know. I, I think this is coming – with a no matter much, no matter how much Vince McMahon is not going to be involved publicly or even mm-hmm. behind the scenes, it's still his name behind it. Yeah, and I think that that's going to turn off a lot of uh, football fans. And also, people look back at the XFL like hardcore football fans. If you were a crossover football and wrestling fan, you kind of looked at it as like, "Hey, this is really cool." If you were a hardcore football fan and not a wrestling fan, you looked at it like, what is this joke, you know? And yeah. and because of the way that the XFL uh, unraveled, um, God, how many, you know, 18 years ago or whatever it was, 
I feel like people still just remember it as being, they remember it as being worse than it actually was. Um, but, you know, I, I think that it's going to take some time and I think it's going to depend on the coverage that they're going to get as well. Uh, the media coverage and setting uh, the proper narrative. And I think that the WWE's current relationship and Vince McMahon's relationship with, uh, you know, ESPN, Sports Center, I think that that's something that can really uh, help them a lot. Oh, absolutely. You know, I didn't think of that, but you're absolutely correct. Yeah. We have to see how much, even Fox, you know, right. what because, you're going to. Uh... Because those football fans are going to be, they're going to be. Uh, still watching all of their sports shows all year round. And if they're tuning in and they're seeing the people that they trust say to you, hey, this XFL is really doing so, you know, then then they're going to say, oh, all right, let me give it a shot. But uh, Oh, oh, okay. One more headline before we wrap up here yeah. that we totally forgot to talk about is that uh, Impact Wrestling uh, has announced that they're going to be uh, partnering for several shows with uh, MLW, Major League Wrestling. Yeah, and I, I was kind of I was trying to figure out they're like doing talent swaps, and uh, and they're doing um, like what else were they doing to kind of make this like to make sure that their shows aren't at the same time or something so the fans can. Yeah, well, well, it's, a, it's really a mutually profitable deal if you oh, really think about it. Yeah, absolutely. There's no when when your promotion the size of Impact or the size of uh, the size of of MLW, you the last thing you need is competition. You know, you have that that whoever's watching each of those. I feel like that's probably a pretty decent crossover audience. Um, and yeah, better to just help each other up. You know, it just makes the business yeah, better. Absolutely. Um, um, one last last thing now. Yeah. Uh, I just got a uh, an IM from someone that uh, Renee Young has posted a photo on Instagram mm -hmm. uh, of her with her husband, and the quote is, "This guy, the world is yours, my love. No guts, no glory." Yeah, I think that was like a picture of him standing in front of like mountains or something. No, um, no, he he's. Uh, hold on, let me. Uh, no, he's on the back of a uh, car with her lying beside him. Really? So she's yeah. posted the same message with another photo because I saw yeah. that. I saw that yeah. earlier. Um, uh, okay, I guess she needed a better photo of him. Oh, um, what? Oh, you all right over there? Do you hurt yourself? I'm all right. You know what we forgot to do? What? Becky Lynch is 32 years old. Happy birthday, Becky Lynch! Oh, I thought we were just gonna. Uh, insult her by doing that uh imitation of her why no no, no oh okay no. yeah no happy happy birthday to becky lynch for sure she's only 32 and look yeah. at where her Man. career is at this point isn't that it's disgusting <laughs> yeah. she, she is it's, no she is it's so not young. it's wonderful it's yeah. great no it, it's really awesome um to see what she's it, what's really awesome about that too is just to see how much she still has ahead of her if she can stay healthy and you know in the ring um yeah. Hold on, hold on. Somebody's knocking at the door here at Aptor's Alley. Oh boy. Lars, no, come out of the cold. It's all right. No, come on in. Have we, fa no, have we found want... Lars Sullivan? No, I'm sorry. He just, uh, he left. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Where is, what, where is Lars Sullivan and what happened to put him 
off from continuing with the WWE. This I, is something, yeah. I think that there's some sort of personal or medical situation going on, and they're just choosing not to disclose it because it's not really you know anyone's business type of thing. That's that's what I think is happening. And it's just my opinion, but that's what I think is happening. Yeah. Okay. And that uh, sounds very, think about it, had he failed, like a, yeah, like had he failed, a uh, had like a wellness <laughs> violation or something like that, they would have absolutely said that, you know, they say that for anyone. So it, it you know, it, it clearly wasn't something like that. If it was just an injury, like, uh, Oh, he like tore something in his knee or whatever. They would have said that they, that would have been common knowledge. The fact that they're a little quiet about it, it could be a family thing. It could be a personal situation. Um, there was rumor that it, it was a uh, that he had like a panic attack or something like that, and that he he didn't show up, and they kind of dispelled that. But he could be, you know, it could be some sort of mental health situation, and I, I don't want to speculate that. I'm just saying off of the uh, off of the uh, the rumor going around. But uh, whatever it is, he'll he'll be there when the time you know, comes. We and... we wish him uh, well if he listens to the after chat. We want to say uh, we're thinking about you. Well, Josh. That looks like uh, it wraps up this week. We've had some uh, great chat after chat. We have. So says Chernoff chat. Where can everybody find you on social media? Well, before we get into that, I just want to talk about uh, one of the people who has made this happen for us. uh, And that would be one of our great sponsors. And that's Mac Davis with uh, Smart, Smart Hold. Oh, you know what? On my format that was down toward the bottom and I didn't scroll up. I told you I'm having trouble with Pacific time and Eastern time. Yeah. It's the, yeah. Uh, not the bottom of your screens at Pacific time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's um, exactly what I was going to say. But you know what? After chatters, are you a business owner or office manager? Do you have message on hold? If so, how much are you paying? If you're paying more than $35 per month, you're paying too much. So do yourself a favor Check and see how much you're paying, okay? And then if you aren't using SmartHold as your message on hold provider, realize that you're simply paying too much. For only $35 per month, SmartHold gives you unlimited message changes, pro voice talent, and best of all, no contracts. So be smart, get SmartHold, go to smart-hold.com. That's smart-hold.com and check it out today. And SmartHold, thank you as always for sponsoring the after chat. Um, Bill, and don't don't spell out the word dash. There you go. I was waiting for you to. There you go. There. All right. There, so where can people go, find you on? And Mac Davis, thank you once again for uh, uh, always being here for us. Yes. And uh, where can people find me? Well, you can find me in a lot of places these days. You can find me personally on Twitter at so says Chernoff. You can find my Facebook page, facebook.com slash so says Chernoff. You can check out for my uh, my show on Fight TV. So it says Chernoff. Go to the Fight TV page and and click on that. Uh, there are also links just to watch the show from Fight TV right on so says Chernoff.com, where you can also follow links to my Pro Wrestling Tees page. Uh, you can also look at some uh, site exclusive merchandise, um, and you can follow the show at Chernoff Show on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Sure enough, show. That was a lot right there. It really um, was. Oh, and Instagram. Oh, and YouTube. Yeah. But YouTube, we need more subscribers, so follow the links to YouTube because more subscribers allows us to uh, to get the uh, YouTube.com slash so says sure enough. But you know what we do have? We have YouTube.com slash the after chat. Um, 
And we also have at the after chat on Twitter. We have facebook.com slash the after chat. We have Instagram at the after chat. Uh, and of course we have the after chat.com. There's going to be a to test. Merch. I hope you people are listening. Yeah. We, we, you know what? I think, I think we've built up way too much social media between you, me and our various uh, endeavors here. Um, but uh, go to the after and you will be able to find links to uh, merch, which will take you to the after chat mm-hmm. pro wrestling tees page um, with all of our various shirts and uh, our, our top selling shirt. Um, just got notification of another one that sold, and that is the uh, Respect the Comb Over t-shirt. Yes, it's our best-selling one. It absolutely is, uh, and for a good reason. It's a great shirt, and it's your way of showing your respect to the most famous comb over in wrestling history. Absolutely. It's not Dory Funk Jr. anymore, is it? No, it's Bill Apter. And well, Bill, thank you. where can they find you? Um, I don't remember after all that. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Twitter at After One Wrestling, or you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can also find me, all my videos are housed at OneWrestlingVideo.com, or you can email me at BeApter at OneWrestling.com. So, uh, Josh, that brings us to the end of another episode. But yes, it does. before we leave, before we leave, I am negotiating to bring on a guest next week that no one has had on their podcast for ages. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want to say who it is, but I will say that if you can work this out and if we can work the schedules out and make this happen, um, this, this show might be our, uh, our highest show yet. Yeah. Yeah. Could be the highest one. And you know what, you know, we've never asked a guest, about whether they've used blue two or not, but this guest would answer that question. Well, I look forward to you asking him that question. I'm going to. I'm all going right. To. Well, how do, how do you know it's a him? If he's using, all right. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll teach you all. Yeah. About let's Bluetooth. let it go there. Promo code bill. <laughs> That's great. All right. I hope you all enjoyed this today after very, very little sleep because of a sick doggy here at my, uh, uh, and after Sally, and we I'm, send our I'll, best to your to your dog as well, and hopefully, so Lexi, Lexi Rose, Lexi Rose, yep. and um, in uh, relation Lex- to Mandy Rose, you know what? That's where that towel came from. No, uh, I don't think so. No, what? no. Okay, <laughs> I think that's as good a time as any to uh, no it's to not, ask now, you, Bill. Now I've got to do my Barry Manilow. Oh, Mandy, well, you came and you gave without taking. You want to hear the rap version? Uh, do I have a choice? No. Well, like, <laughs> oh, Mandy, well, you came and you gave without taking, but I sent you away, oh, Mandy, well, you kissed me and freaking stopped me from shaking, ho, yo, yo. All right. That's it. Josh, we'll see you. At the matches. Yes. And. All of you too, and is wrestling fixed? I didn't know it was broken. All right, that's a wrap. That was a wrap. Before, Mandy. Thank you. You're welcome.